Moo and good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Pinktron. I am Brent Robinson, and with me tonight is Chris Greenland. Chris, what are you drinking? So many things. Um, Recovery Miller Lite, because we just got done with HWR race two. And then I just picked up um, this in my sample box today Paul John Indian Single Malt Whiskey, the Nirvana expression. Uh, Show it to us. Yeah. So India? India single malt whiskey. Yeah. Huh. Oh, hang on. I've got my background blurred for work because there is a dollhouse directly behind me. I didn't <laughs> want to freak out any of my colleagues. Uh, the one thing looks like a dead deer behind you. I was like, <laughs> that, that's a Halloween costume. That is a uh, that is a horseback riding outfit. How do you blur? Oh, this is podcast gold. All right, so we know what Sean yeah. Chris is drinking. He's going to show Sean and I that when he unblurs. In the meantime, that is Sean Fogelberg. And Sean, what are you drinking? I've got, I'm double fisting in case I don't like one of the things. Uh, I'm trying a Yoju, yogurt soju, white peach uh, thing that is a really, it's interesting. Uh, white peach yogurt soju cocktail. It's like a sparkling yogurt cocktail uh sparkling and creamy Mm -hmm. it's like not heavily yogurty it's like a little little hint of uh like tangy um but yeah interesting it's like a korean uh thing and then i've got a stone tangerine express uh if and when I decide that I've had enough of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which looks like that happened just about four seconds ago. <laughs> What's no, it's, an... pretty, it's pretty tasty. What's you uh, had enough yogurt in your drink? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have a gin and tonic made with Isle of Rasse Hebridean gin. I don't know. I don't know where Rus- Isle of Rasse is, but I guess it's close to the Hebrides. All of that sounds made up. Like that's not (laughs) that's that was like made in a board game. That wasn't. Yeah, I the name of the place is is just He Brides. (laughs) Heb who's who's Heb and and what did he ride today? (laughs) Well, what he rode is HWR race one. (laughs) And that was two laps of park perimeter loop. Uh, it is also the current something 19.7 K ish right around 20 New York, two times, two times, two times. Uh, I did race one. You guys both did race two. How'd, how'd that go? Barf. Seems like you both had (laughs) very hot times. At least you were both like pretty far up there in the standings. Looking at it now. Yeah, I got ninth. I got top ten. Second fastest herd. I got beaten the sprint by Nathaniel. He did a good sprint. I will give it to him on that. Four, 14 overall. The, the the clue for me was having Marialine's time. Uh, she put up a 30, just over 30 minutes earlier. And I was like, all right, we got an average 40 kph to beat that time. And at one point, it was me and Terry LeDuc and one other OTR rider. And I was like, we are not going to make this time. So I just had to blast it 
and bridge up to uh Dan Manolo's group. Yeah, and I just turned myself inside. Drop the hell out of Terry. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which I wasn't trying to do because that was either like either I'm making that gap or I'm blowing myself up. Yeah. Trying. So that was kind of risky. I didn't want to leave him. I wanted somebody to come with me, but I was, was you're on the limit the whole time. Yeah. Uh I I was I was talking with Brent beforehand and uh the race one uh leaders finished about a minute faster. So the pace in race one was real hot uh from the gun. And actually there were big groups getting shed. I mean, I was shed before before the first Harlem Hill. Uh and then a lot of people were I mean, we I was catching people on Harlem Hill because they had tried to stick with the group and then had nothing on the hill. Even on, on the, the first, first lap. The first lap. Holy smokes. Yeah. Um so I was like, I ended up in a decent sized group, but it was because I still had something left going up the hill. Um, and they were coming back off of the group. Um, yeah. And that group actually ended up uh, on the second lap. They were <laughs> at some point, uh, what was it? Enjoy the suffering. One of the ATP writers. Um, and and somebody else in the in the group were like basically said, uh, watch out if we go to the if we go to the line with this group, Sean's winning the sprint. <laughs> uh, and two minutes later, uh, I was dropped as the group <laughs> as the group pushed hard to catch Marieline's group. Uh, they they like saw Marieline's group like five or ten seconds ahead, and you know hit another four watt per kilo push, and I was. All right. See ya. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they must. I mean, it was a it was a sixteen deep, seventeen deep, maybe eighteen deep. Terry Rigby's there, twelve seconds off the pace. So, I mean, that's a pretty big front group. They were they were um, hammering. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Like, oh, sorry, Terry's a minute off. Sorry, seventeen. Okay. <laughs> So 17 of them I'm, I'm that stuck together well enough to keep to get that time but I mean they were obviously pushing to get that time as well so it's surprising that many were able to stick in. Yeah, I will say like it did there were a couple points in our race where like I was in the group and I mean you know you're racing those guys so I'm not really like the big gun in the group but I was like guys I wish we could like go a little faster like I we're racing everyone I kind of I almost messaged Nate to say like we might have to like push this group even though it might not get us in the sprint. We got to get faster here. But... Well, that that was actually uh, around three quarters of the way through the first lap. The uh, enjoy the suffering did say like, "Hey, heard there were like five of us in that group," and he was like, "You guys should start TTTing for the HCC." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about how it's scored. Like across all races, it's our finishing time, right? Is all racked and stacked? Yeah. Okay. That is my understanding that it is your time against anyone else in your category's time in this race. Um, okay. And I don't think he was wrong, but I also didn't have anything to, I, I, I couldn't get on the front and do pulls. There was yeah. there were a couple of guys in that like 
Pete Knapp was up there doing four watt per kilo at the front poles, and it was like, I'm dying back here. That's the well, and you know, you know, those big guns are coming to lay down the bombs on that second Harlem Hill. So, like, getting on the front and pushing is like, uh, maybe, but I got to get all the way back from that Harlem Hill, all the way back around mm -hmm. the course again yet. <laughs> yeah, like I said, we were, I made it through Harlem Hill. I think you, we were all together till Harlem Hill, Chris. You and I were right on the front, right? I, I don't know about you. My plan was to be on the front when that steep bit came, just so I could catch them as they went through me. <laughs> exactly. Just sad climate. <clears throat> Yeah. And then that pretty much worked out, although I wasn't even like, they didn't even really get that far through me. They didn't throw down the big guns on the hill. No. Enough I lost it on the hill. Stuff, but... I lost it on the hill after Harlem Hill. It was when oh, I. Oh, okay. Was that about one or two? One. Okay. Yeah. One. And then I had Mike Fish. We had a little like group of four or five, and Mike Fish was recovering a little bit and made a couple of digs and eventually did bridge back up and he took yep. um I think Dan Stevenson with him but I just couldn't go anymore yep they bridged late Dan and and yeah. Mike Fish and then they like said then there was another pretty strong attack at the lap banner hill and that strung it way out and then it stayed kind of strung out all the way back to Harlem Hill and then I couldn't get the front leaders after Harlem Hill and then Nate Nate the psychologist Nathaniel caught me on Harlem Hill and then the two of us went and caught Mike Fish and then it was three of us into the finish line I did try to drop Mike Fish on the sprint climb, like the, the climb up to the sprint banner, but I cramped. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. It's a nasty little course. There's those few digs that you oh. got to be careful of. And uh, I mean, I, I think this is definitely a Tron course. I took Pink Tron. Same. Yeah. Uh, times? It'll be, so race one, the leaders were in the 26 minute range, leaders 27 minute range in race two. Uh, I averaged 2.9 and finished a little over 31 minutes. Um, you guys were in the 28 minute range, yeah. around 3.5. So it's it's gonna be about a half hour race. And as much as I'm like complaining with those lead guys, like in the bees who are, you know, well, complaining isn't the right word, but, um, you know, pining maybe it's the word they like Orjad, DJ, Lumpy, Mark, those guys all up at the front in those 26 minutes. Like those guys are way, way ahead of me in the standings. But then the guy who's right in front of me is Brian O'Connor, and he was like 10 seconds slower than me. There you go. <laughs> so. I was I was uh following the Zwift Power Live of your guys' race and I was like, well, Terry made the group with Chris and Chris is pulling him around, so Terry's gonna do a good time. Uh he's right around me in the standings, but Ty Saunder didn't make that group and he's right around me too, and he was he ended up with a slightly slower time than I had. So it does I, I think that I was I was mentioning this to Brent, like the size and speed of the race as a whole will help determine how fast you go. Uh, and I think that for the slower kind of C, D riders, a lot of, especially the Cs, like I think that the speed that you end up going really is determined by how fast that front group is going because you're, 
you're trying to hang on to that group for as long as you can. And if it's a big, you know, 17 strong group of people who are just hammering at the front uh, all the way through, I mean, there's, there were probably 30 of them after Harlem Hill. Uh, and there wasn't much of a chance for, for us to get into that front group uh, after Harlem Hill, or even like, I didn't make it to Harlem Hill. Um, but yeah, if it's a slower group, I think you've got more of a chance to hang on a bit longer. So, uh, you know, maybe if you're, if you're lucky enough to get a, to get a, uh, a race where the, the front isn't actually hyper speed might get a better time. Yeah. I think that's especially true in the group, in the back groups for sure. And then HCC scoring aside, this is the first race of HWR, which is a different kind of hurt than HSR and hair. It's been a while since I like you, you join the race and you're just like, I know I'm going to get dropped at some point. I I know. And it's not just dropped. You're going to get dropped hard. Yeah. And you're, for me, it's like my neck is going to hurt. And it's like, so it's, it's 2023 now. This is, <clears throat> I was a COVID Zwifter. So this is my third end of year. And it's starting to like feel like this is part of like the holiday season. <laughs> like HWR starts, the air smells a little bit differently. It's dark at 5.30, 6 o'clock. And you're just turning yourself inside out in your garage. And all these like kind of add up to... Halloween time and then American Thanksgiving and Christmas. It just like feels like holiday time now, which is weird because HWR has started. Yeah. I That's mean, just, you know, weird. it's the holiday, the holidays when uh, Chris Greenland starts bombing in his uh, driveway. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. <laughs> I, I still, it still will never cease to crack me up. This used to be called herd beginner racing. <laughs> like, this Nothing was, about. Like, experienced as beginner <laughs> if, you were, if you'd never done a, a Zwift race the first race here it was to try to jump into a herd beginner racing i bet you just left that was it no what is happening right now uh yeah. the race Brent, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to keep us updated on when you start getting nosebleeds leading from the face will do it's been a while so yeah well we haven't been doing hwr there's a new uh is a christmas song in all this on the first day of christmas <laughs> Brent, trying to figure out how Brent bled all over me <laughs> i was trying to figure out how nate beat me in that sprint when my 15 second power was actually a 7.9 is only a 7.5 uh i'm guessing that that's um i did i'm still not updated me. Oh, maybe that's it. Or, yeah. or the other thing I was going to say is mine was trying to hold the group on the Harlem Mill. Yeah. But that's a good Anyway, question. so that's right. uh, Herd Winter Racing. Uh, how has how has HCC gone for you guys overall so far? We've, we're now one, two, three, four, four or five races in, depending on which uh, things you completed. Yeah. Yep. I think it's fine. I never got around to redoing the hair race, which I guess it's too late to do that. 
Yeah, my hair race wasn't too bad. I wasn't really happy with my alley sprint on it. I timed it really, really badly. We yeah, both had, I, yeah, we we I, both had a one or two sprints that we could have timed better. Yeah, and then Climber's Gambit, not too bad. Would have liked to have been a little faster on that one, maybe. But I, I, I in hindsight, I think that course might be TT bike. Really? Okay, so let's let's talk about that because I'm doing it tomorrow. Well, hmm. you the first two kilometers are flat to downhill. Yeah, falls flat uphill and then a and then a downhill. Bike swap. But then there's yeah. no bike swap. Bike swap. <laughs> yeah, then there's the last the last part of it is uphill. But like I, I don't know. Like I said, my fat. Let's see if it's updated. But like Zwift said, I did a three forty two on Wait. that or a three hundred forty two watts. Okay. Average for a twelve oh five or something like that. Uh, I'm just pulling it up. Damn. And my fastest is in Stampede. Okay. So I know I was. Well, I shouldn't say I know. I'm pretty sure. So sorry. So it said I was. Zwift Power says I did an average of three hundred thirty watts for a twelve oh five. Zwift says I did three forty two. I think. My fastest is in Stampede. I did an eleven. 37 at 342 watts 4.3 and i feel like i remember doing that on a tt bike that day do you have there, a yeah if you, it, yeah if you look at your strava for that race and check it check a screenshot can you tell us what bike you were on because i'm oh, i'm I riding this tomorrow so well it, i think it auto screenshots a lot of the time like i don't I just end up going back and looking, and it's like, okay, I can tell I was riding this bike. No, I think I've turned that feature off in Zwift because it's mm. bad for performance. <laughs> Got it. It's it's like bad for your computer performance. So I don't. Oh, know. maybe anyway, those are. That's the, how I remember it. <laughs> that makes sense. Maybe those are the times when my uh, when my Zwift like skips for a second because so it's taking a screenshot. Uh, January 15th of 2023. I was leaning toward Tron. What did you, what did you ride for it? Climber. A climber? That's what yeah, I did. I, was, I did this Athos with lightweight millies. I'm leaning toward Tron, I think. So it was greatest London loop reverse for... Oh wait, so this was a a stampede that wasn't okay, so it wasn't just riding the hill. No. That's the that's what I mean. Like that's why I feel like I rode a TT bike. You have yeah, you must I have. If, I wonder if I rode Tron. 1631. And it must have the race must have been to the top of the climb. Right? Like that would be four minutes to get to the climb. That's probably about right. Oh, then you're in eight. that case, yeah, you may not have you may have just ridden a Tron thinking like yeah. I'm not losing that much on the flat. You may have bike swapped. I might have bike swapped. Have Seems bike unlikely, but you know. <laughs> you can rule it out. It's not rule it out. I I'm gonna go Tron. I'm I'm doing this tomorrow morning. Uh I still have two left, so I have Climber's Gambit and Stampede to do this weekend. Um, but uh, I did a 
ladder race on Wednesday and did my best 20 minute power of the year. Uh, so both of those are around that range and I now have a target power for them and we'll see. Oh, nice. Congrats. That's awesome. It was brutal. Uh, we, we got paired against a team that was like, we're all, you know, three, five or below 20 minutes and they were all four plus. <laughs> that sounds painful. Yeah. Um, I did do climbers gambit last weekend and I think I did a climber bike just cause so much of that is like between eight and 11, 12%. Yeah. You're riding and that brick wall is next to you and you're just like, Oh God, that's, there are a few stretches in Zwift where I just want it to end. Like I want the pain to go away. That's one of them riding next to that wall and like the tunnel of despair on Epic KOM. Like the, the bridge to nowhere. Like these are all places where you just want to quit the game, cancel your subscription and sell your trainer. And that's one of them. And I was like, I don't want to go up this on anything heavier than I have to. But maybe this weekend I'll try it on a Tron and see what the results are. I will be, yeah, I'll be interested to see what the uh, what the difference in, if you can do similar power, I'll be interested in seeing what the uh, time difference is. Yeah, I'll try to peg it at the same number. I mean, obviously, you uh, you almost certainly didn't ride it at an even power, um, but you know, similar pacing. Correct. Yeah, definitely recovered on that little downhill on the flat, and then went over. Uh, I mean, you both rode it. How how did the pacing go for mm -hmm. it? You feel like you you got it? Is it? I mean, you're. Yeah. You're going a bit over threshold up on that first like uphill part, recovering on the downhill, doing whatever you can at your like whatever it is, eight, seven, seven minute power or whatever up the hill. Yep. Yeah, and then hold on for the false flat at the top. So yeah. for me, like my I I think the generally accepted Zwift FTP for me is like 280. So I tried to go like 330 where it got steep and like 250 where it was flat. Yeah. And that was, I was perfectly happy with the way that went. I'll try to do that again. Cool. Uh, yeah, I went a little too hot. I went out too hot on the flat and then was cracking and didn't have quite, couldn't quite, you know, stay on top of the power on the climb. Okay. Definitely had definitely had some pity parties up there. <laughs> so, and and this is I think this is good for you know people have done it last week, but for those who haven't and are planning it this week, the idea is maybe don't spend all your bullets uh, at the beginning. Save it for the climb. Just make sure you're going fast enough for those first couple k, uh, and then empty the tank. Interesting. My my Strava segment. So I did find that Strava activity. I do not have a screenshot. And it uh it says I did a 347 for an eleven thirty-seven. I mean, also possible that you got the pacing a lot better on that as yeah, well. I think that's also part of it. So yeah. 
anyway. So it was higher power, and you probably spent that power in the right places. Yeah, I think I remember not. I, I, I'll be frank. I got it. Well, listen, when I went to do this race, I, I forgot I was doing something else. I went, oh, crap, I was supposed to do a race. I went down, started Zwift, got in the pen, went up and changed. <laughs> and when I got on the bike, everybody else was like three minutes up the road. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, oh, whatever. It's Clemmer's Gambit. So I was not maybe in the fullest, <laughs> most well-prepared bike whatever. set. <laughs> I just remember it started at like 2.8 kilometers, something that into the ride. And I was like riding yeah. along being like, Oh, does this start in the middle of this climb and there goes the line? Oh, that's the start. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the beginner racing is, is going to be on the same uh, course as herd winter racing, correct? Yes. Okay, so. Uh, and the only trick is that for the lowest group, the C group of the beginners, it'll be only one lap. Right. So yeah, it's I don't know what, what tips for beginners on park perimeter loop. It is lumpy. It is hard. Stay with it. Um, you know, try to stay with the people around you as best you can on the hills. Recover when it's a little bit downhill. And You're gonna wish you weren't racing at some point. <laughs> yeah, the finish is an uphill sprint. Yes. So maybe you know if you usually go at like. 400 meters maybe on your sprint i would definitely be waiting to like 250 meters to send your sprint because i that was the timing on for me i think it was around 200 that i fully as brent would say gave her <laughs> give her give her i don't think there's a past tense of give her i think the past tense of giver is giver <laughs> i think the past tense is givered <laughs> after you give her you were given her <laughs> <laughs> uh mountain goats mountain goats is highline times three which <laughs> highline is the new york climb yeah yeah i think it's like all the new york climb like both directions something like that yeah it was uh, 10k leaded <laughs> sorry it's just the kom oh uh, well no that's well you do the kom in the oh, so it'll be four yeah it'll be four uh four koms for a three times <laughs> on highline with the finish at the top so uh, about 40k nope. with four four times up the kom and, and then it's it's just on the like top bits kind of right like you're like that's what that map is showing. That's all the top bits. Is that so? Yeah, I think that uh, the lead in yeah, is must. you. You have to ride around the lower parts. Okay. Um, of course. So from the pens, it takes you to the high line, and then you and then you ride up. But then the high line part is all on the high line, which is the glass roads. Yeah, it's kind of like a. It's like a. I don't know how else to describe it. It's a kind of a. I don't know, a barbell. A double, a double lollipop. Yeah. So you come down, you do, then the rest of the end of the lollipop is like a flatter bit in the glass and then back and then back up the KOM again. Oof. Ooh. You mountain goats people like are you. braver than me. 
I would I would ride that if that were on a a day where I had time. Yeah, that actually that seems like a fun race. Like, yeah, it's a good race course. Uh, it's kind of a fun workout, right? Like yeah, four yeah. four minute surges. <laughs> four four by five, four by four. It's like a it's pretty classic workout, and I I doubt people are going super hard on the flats in between. Um, probably gonna be alone. Let's be honest. <laughs> in especially this week, uh, yeah. with with people having, I it was actually really fun doing mountain goats with a lot of people. Uh, mm -hmm. I oh yeah, I don't I don't ride mountain goats regularly, but with a big field and, I mean, I wasn't even as soon as as soon as Chris started pushing it, his stupid watts, uh, and dragging the uh the group away uh i i i knew to give up and actually ended up catching some people who tried to stick with him we were uh, we were all in the same group weren't we i think or, or the same race same race yeah 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 that that course was so evil it's uh, that i actually really liked having it uh the way that we talked about it playing out i actually i took a tron uh pushed hard to catch a group at the top that I had been chasing for a lot of the climb that were like people that had come off of Chris's group, um, dropped one of them, Terry, actually Terry LeDuc dropped him on the descent cause he was on a climbing bike. Wow. Um, I like sprint sprinted on a couple of those flat parts and he just like, couldn't keep up with a couple of us and then dropped another on that like little, four or five minute uh little kick at the end that was a it's an interesting that that i liked that as a race course yeah you, you could That's really like too. i like that you could really like do a lot in that last climb like if you if you had paced it right or were good at recovering or whatever like like a you could make up I bet easy 20, 30 seconds on someone who was faltering in that last climb. It was helpful too, to be on discord and have like the faster guys like you and TJ finish first. So I knew exactly. Cause I remember asking that exact question, like, where is the banner? And I think it was either you or TJ was like, yeah, it's at the end of a super steep section. So if you have a feather, like save it for the last, whatever, 300 meters. So I held back like an extra 10% and just blasted it up there. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have my best Innsbruck climb, but I was like I was just like four or five seconds off the group in front of me. So every time that I'd kind of like get close, I'd try to surge onto them. And I think they'd see me and they'd just put a little dig in and then I'd end up off the back. And then I was like, you know, cracked, right? So that you'd kind of like, oh God. And then like you'd kind of like see them come off the power a bit and you'd get a bat back on it and you're like, oh, gaps back down to six or seven. All right, let's go. You'd surge yes. up and you'd get to within like two, three seconds, then away they'd go again. You're like, oh my God. So I didn't, you know, if I'd done a steadier pace, I probably could have done, I don't know, a little better. I mean, they ended up beating by a minute at the top at the end of the race. So maybe I would have saved 15 or 20 seconds having a steadier pace, but I broke hard at the end. Like I was just cooked. Oh. And I did even put a big surge in because there was one guy that ended up with me on the descent. Well, I guess he was a little bit in front of me on the descent because we were together for most of the climb. And, and I, he, after I'd done one surge, he went past me when I faltered. And then uh, 
I, I mean, I was trying so hard to catch him at the lower part of that climb to get onto his wheel. And then I broke hard before we got like past the second switchback. So yeah, it was tough. It was it's tough. a very, a very silly sport. This Swift cycle. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very silly sport. Plus being, I'm trying to think when I did mountain goats, I think on the Sunday, right? So we were, I was three days of racing in. It was, I was cooked. All right. Should we do yep. Speaking of cooked, Speaking that's going to be good on Sunday. Yeah. Cause I'm doing, I'm doing climbers gambit tomorrow and stampede Sunday. Yeah. You're going to have my week last weekend. Yeah. It was, um, so stampede is Richmond UCI reverse, uh, out of the pens downhill. So it's basically like downhill for the first two, three kilometers. And then it's, flat it's, with that little it's like a the kilometer bottom. yeah 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 like i just mean like kind of net downhill to get all the way like what's it where, where does it i think the, the 23rd i think the 23rd street climb starts about a kilometer in yeah that sounds worried yeah yeah oh right because you don't that's right you turn right away and do 23rd street sorry that's right um yeah and then it's yeah up the 23rd street climb which is deceptive right especially in something like stampede don't go for the climb when you see the kom line it's you're gonna go make the right hand turn and wait till you start to see the four five sixes pop up before you start to send your exertion on the climb because it gets steep at the top it gets i want to say there's an 11 at the top i think yeah i think like eight to ten is a good range maybe an 11 yeah yeah too and steep you, and then it's like pretty much straight back down left hand turn and then straight back up into the Libby reverse which starts at like I think there's like 14 15 16s on that one uh I think that even around that first corner it's 20. yeah yeah there's yeah, a low be... I mean I, maybe that changes with steering if you're able to take a better line but well I think the inside is the steep part <laughs> yeah. yeah the inside line definitely low 20s yeah yeah and so that's it's not very long and and then it it does level out at the top way before you get to the kom line and then flat descent back into the valley cruise along the bottom of the valley and then you've Ooh, got there we go i'm just looking at the strava uh the profile for the uh libby reverse peak or peak grade is 23.7 percent yeah yeah no. it's uh it's nasty and notwithstanding this is a tt you will want to save something surge. yeah maybe not like full send sprint but i would say you're gonna want to put out your one minute power to get up over those right like if you can carry especially like that that um libby one you can carry a lot of momentum from the 23rd street descent through the flats into the climb to save yourself you know four or five seconds on that climb uh, and the peak peak grade on the 23rd Street reverse is about 12. So, yeah. So, so yeah. So, surge those. And then you're going to go along the bottom of the valley. And then you're going to hit that main street climb, I think, right? We decided it's called. I think so, yeah. Which is, what, 2K at like 4, four or 5%? 1 to 2K, somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah. And so you're going to need to surge a bit there to, you know, you're going to want to go 
if your target for this race is probably threshold, a little under threshold, you're going to want to be like at threshold on that climb, I would say. Maybe a little, yeah, threshold probably at that point will be good. Yeah. And then you're going to get up on the flats and it's about six, seven K of flats. Eight uh, K. So it's eight K. Oh, it's that far. Yeah. And it's mostly flat. There's a few parts where it's going to go up to 2% and stuff like that, but it's mostly flat. So at that point, I think you're just trying to find your somewhere in your 90% to threshold, 90% of threshold to threshold range, sit on that power and try and hold it till you get to the last 500 meters and then squeeze out the tube as hard as you can. <laughs> I think that's all there is to this one. Um, Bike is Bolero TT. I don't as short as those as steep as those climbs are. I think you can't make up any time over the rest of the race by giving up any arrow. You have to come back down those those climbs. So yeah, and I'm tremendously excited that the final race of HCC, the finale of HCC, is an ITT. <laughs> I actually would love. I, I would have to try and figure out when, like, if guys like Orjan and Lumpy and Mark, you're all going to go head to head because I would that would be something to watch. It will be a mass start ITT, and and so like your time starts from the gun. Don't get fooled by the fact the clock hasn't started yet. The time starts as soon as the banner drops. So pedal right as soon as the thing drops. You you won't see the clock start, but your time is ticking, and you mm -hmm. are, you know, they just tie across all the races and all that stuff. But hopefully you're in a race with people that you're racing against that are close to you in the standings and stuff, and you can see them. Maybe we uh exciting. Maybe we figure out a uh which of the the stampedes look looks interesting and try and do a broadcast. I was gonna say, yeah, let's loop in Craig and get the the stream going. Yeah, if it's gonna be on the Sunday, well, we'll have to see. Because I know a lot of those are like kind of Monday during the day, evening races, not till it's done. So that might be a bit tricky, but we'll see what we can do. I think I think it's gonna be super interesting. I think it's a good TT course. I think it's standings are close. Races are gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna be a great finale for HCC. Uh, and just looking, the the main street climb is only a little over a k. It just feels like it's two k. <laughs> <laughs> wow that is a hard kilometer <laughs> and that is hcc yeah that's it uh the other races bullseye is going to be on fan flats uh next or or nope uh laguardia loop that was fan flats this week um uh, and then next what oh yeah sorry you're right that yeah. was two days ago. Yeah, sorry. Look already right. Pardon me. Uh next week's Herd Winter Racing is going to be on some of the new roads. So that's that's gonna be interesting, fun, going coastal, which is a kind of that's a bad pun. <laughs> uh and uh <laughs> heard beginner racing on two bridges loop. So I'm if I weren't doing something else next weekend, I would be interested in doing that uh, herd winter racing. But uh, got right. something else next next Saturday. That's right, Sean. We'll have you down here. Yeah. <gasps> so jealous. Brent, uh, if... uh, when did your bike get in? When are you getting down here? No. Don't tell me, Sean. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs>
you know, maybe maybe Chris and I will will uh, we'll meet up and and uh, record from the same location. We'll see. Uh, that's from so OG nice. from OG's Pizza. What's the What's the name of the event? It's uh, uh, Ride the Point. Ride, ride the point. point. Yep. Ride the point. It's uh, in and around Point Loma here in San Diego. <clears throat> it's a uh, a ride benefiting pancreatic cancer research, and uh, for the event, the organizers have allowed us um, all the event participants to ride some of the closed roads that are part of the naval base here on Point Loma that you can't typically get onto. So you ride for about 15 minutes and then you go through a naval base checkpoint where they, you know, check your IDs and make sure you're authorized to ride on base. And there, there's some steep climbs. Um, yeah. on so it's, it's, it's a good metric century. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. We've got about, I don't know what the final count was. We're, we're well north of 20 different herd riders from around the globe coming in for this. Yeah, event organizers uh, have uh, set up our own dedicated start wave um, just for herd riders, so it should be a good time. It's been it's been hard keeping up with the WhatsApp group. Every time I, I uh, <laughs> open it up, it's like you have a hundred unread messages. Are you guys doing fundraising for this? Like, if somebody tried to like, if someone googled like Chris Greenland ride the point fundraising, would they find you and could donate or something? No. Oh, okay. I, I yeah that that would make some sense but i think it's just like the ride itself oh, that's is, that's, is that's good too that's good too yeah so all good it'll be a great time um but yeah the the, the whatsapp group gets a little bit chatty uh so if you disappear for a couple hours you come back and it's just an avalanche of unread messages and it's tough to claw your way back from that um but that's fine we can get you caught up in person no yeah. worry okay i'll, I'll uh, see you friday for some pizza Yep. Oh, there are some climbs. I just I just googled it up. There are there's like three, four gnarly climbs on there. Uh, Tory Pines is going to be. I know that that gets steep. Oh yeah. We're not we're not going up that. We're just going down. No, we're not. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I have put together a Sunday fun day recovery ride, and that'll send us up Soledad at least. So we'll work on that. But yeah, it's tough to get anywhere in San Diego that's totally flat. Everything is to the coast or to a canyon and then up the other side. Yeah, like riding up hills as part of the Yeah. yeah. I, I think that, but, that but, is the perfect note to end this episode of Zwift yeah. We are going to have a bunch of herd riders after we finish HCC doing a super fun I, uh, what's the meat space event. Meat space. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Zwift is real life. We're not calling it in real life, but it is meat space. So that Fair is fun. awesome. So enjoy your HCC this weekend. Maybe we will or won't be rehashing that next weekend. But the weekend after that, good luck to all the herd riders doing Ride the Point. And thank you to Chris Greenland. Thank you to Sean Fogenberg. Moo, uh, enjoy your races and good night. Yeah, see ya. Mm -hmm.